I said like Opie and the Beave. I'm just afraid, you know. I I planted that mental image, and then there were blowjobs and shit. You see? What kind of thing drunk you take me for? I was intoxicated. No, I'm not drunk, madam, but you give me an idea. A very bad habit. I'm a cock. You are listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. How's it going, Buttons? It's going fine. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts uh, with Preston Buttons, and the word horror is here via Skype from beautiful South Beach. Uh-huh. What's new with you? Angry phone guy is in town, and I did go out with him and some others. Oh. And uh, it's good. It's the first time that I've got to see him for any length of time in years. I think mm-hmm. since uh, since we went to Cuba, actually, it's probably the most well, I've seen him. That's got to be about six years, right? Probably longer, probably ten. Well, maybe you should share some Cuba stories with the listeners. <laughs> I'm done with sharing <laughs> Cuba stories with anybody. What that happens in Cuba? <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> there actually there are some stories that I haven't told anybody. Things that even the other guys who went to Cuba don't know. I'm waiting till I uh, publish my memoirs. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I hope I'm dead before those come out. <laughs> I, you probably will be. Good. <laughs> Good. Ooh, I've been nominated for an award for one of my stories. Ooh, you have? Uh-huh. I haven't won it yet. I'm just nominated. And what kind of award would that be? Uh... For the uh, silver dildo or something? <laughs> no, but that would be cool. <laughs> Except then I'd be disappointed that I didn't get the golden cock. <laughs> um, no, it's actually uh, most literary genre transcending award nomination. Ooh. So I think the translation of that is it wasn't slutty enough. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh... My, my my smut is is not slutty enough, so it had to have a category all of its own. Yeah, in into the this this is a normal literature uh, category. Still, I'm flattered and overjoyed. I might have to uh, break all of my rules and call upon our listeners to uh, to join in the voting for me. <laughs> Because I've never won a damn thing in my life, and I think that would be pretty fucking cool. So, I guess... And, and what good are the damn listeners if they can't buy me frilly things and vote for my smart? <laughs> and how? Other than the fact that I just love that they're on the planet and stuff. <laughs> so, will, they, will there be a ceremony on the same night as the Oscars or something? Of course. Of course, it's actually part of the thing that they play, you know, in the commercials at the Oscars. Right. <laughs> in, the, in the erotic literature non-film category. <laughs> now accepting the Golden Cock Award. <laughs> I would love to win a Golden Cock Award. I wouldn't even care what it was for. It, it just sounds so good. And how much fun would it be to polish? I have a feeling that that must be a porn award of some kind. I don't know, but if it isn't, I, I am officially beginning the Golden Cock Awards. I will come up with some reason to make that trophy. 
So if I have any any uh, volunteers to model for the Golden Cock Award, <laughs> I will be uh, casting a mold for that very, very soon. Oh, I'm sure there's probably many who will come forward. All right. Well, I'm awfully handy with the plaster. <laughs> well, I haven't won any awards. Ever? Lately. A band that I was in won uh, an award. Oh, that's right. A long, I long time that. ago. <laughs> Probably about 15 years ago. Was it that long ago? Oh, my God. Probably would have been around 92 or something. You're in a slump. Mm-hmm. Shall we do a story? Okie dokie. Can I pick one now? Sure. Since it's a new year, let's, let's, let's have more um, the word whore gets to do what she wants this year. Mm-hmm. Because you kind of ran the whole show last year. I did, did I? Well, you made all the rules that I didn't like. You know how your your parents always say, every day is a kid's day whenever you ask them why? There's mm-hmm. a Mother's Day and Father's Day kind of thing? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, every day is the horror's day. As it should be. Mm. I, I am actually going to declare 2006 the year of the whore. Isn't that an astrological symbol? No, I'm making it one. Oh. 2006 is the year of the whore, because for many, many reasons, for, for me, for one, obviously, selfishly, but also because I think whore is um, a grossly neglected and disrespected word that I think deserves a little more um, prestige this year. It just, it's been frowned upon whereas it should be celebrated and um said with reverence whore 2006 year of the whore it's gonna be a good year and so i'm going to pick the story now <laughs> that okay. was my point <laughs> that was my whole fucking point um i've selected the picnic so it was sent in by Robert. Um, he's the producer of the Shades of Democracy podcast. At democracy.libson.com. I think it's our first fellow podcaster story. I think you're right. That's a good, exciting new thing. Yes. Bring it on. Allison stretched out on the smooth, flat boulder and, using the knapsack as a pillow, watched the clouds slip slowly past the tips of swaying trees. Jeremy was a hunk, and although it was only their first date, a picnic in the woods, she hoped that he wanted to fuck her as much as she wanted to fuck him. Goodness. (laughs) We're off to a rip-roaring start here. (laughs) I'm sorry, I know it's too early for me to butt in, but a hunk? (laughs) He's a hunk, a hunk of burning love. This might make Robert our oldest listener. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard the term hunk since 1983. <laughs> hunk sort of came into play during the end of the Tom Selleck era, heading into the fucking, um, what's his name? What's his name? Baywatch guy. Oh, Hasselhoff. <laughs> David Hasselhoff. Yeah, I think you the know, last time I heard the term hunk, it was, it was in mention with uh, Tom Selleck. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard the word in two decades. So, I'm sorry, Robert, if that's dating you a little bit. (laughs) Jeremy was a hunk. (laughs) 
You really can't hear it without thinking of a hunk of shit. <laughs> I'm serious. It's not really very flattering. <laughs> that sounds like something that I would have said. I'm sorry that I beat you to it. All right, we need male dialogue. Let's play a game. He said. She popped upright. He's making his move, she thought. What have you got in mind? Naked treasure hunt. One of us hides the other's clothes. The naked one has to find their clothes in two minutes or pay a penalty. She burst out laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy. That's probably the wrong laugh. No man had ever seen her completely naked, nor had she ever seen a guy totally naked. She'd sucked a half a dozen cocks. (laughs) How did that happen? She'd sucked a half dozen cocks and had bent over and dropped her drawers for Henry Rosen. (laughs) What? Is Henry Rosen a fashion designer? Yes. No, that's Harry Rosen. But this was totally new to her. The opportunity to frolic about in the forest with this stud, totally naked. Stud? Hunk? Oh, Jeremy! Gag me with a spoon! Okay, who goes first? There is no first, Jeremy said. No point in subjecting both of us to humiliation. One winner, one loser. We flip a coin to see who performs and who watches. Tails, she said as he flipped a coin. It was heads. Jeremy broke into an irrepressible chuckle. (laughs) It's always heads. She stripped down to her shoes and her suntan, lay face down on the rock and covered her eyes. You have 60 seconds. One, two... Three. Jeremy bundled her clothes, snuck them quietly. <laughs> Hold on. I've got an abundance of saliva from thinking about all the hunks and studs of the 80s. Mm. Jeremy bundled her clothes, snuck them quietly into the knapsack near her feet, and then stomped off loudly in the leaves and underbrush. Underbrush. I like it when the underbrush has been shaved. Sorry. Go on. When Allison got to 60, she stood up wearing only her shoes and socks and felt really, really naked for the first time in her life. She was confident that her clothes were on the ground behind the only nearby tree. So she strutted proudly toward the tree, shaking her booty along the way. But when she got to the tree and the clothes weren't there... She suddenly felt even more vulnerable than before. Jeremy was standing on the picnic bowler with a bulge in the crotch of his pants, laughing. <laughs> I give up, she said. What's the penalty? He didn't answer, though, because just at that moment, they both heard someone coming down the path. She ran back to the picnic rock in a panic and pleaded, Where are my clothes? Please! But Jeremy just shrugged his shoulders with a sadistic smirk. 
She ducked down behind the big rock, just as two young boys came into view. She could hear the two youngsters singing, This old man, blah, 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 as they came closer. The older boy stopped singing and looked straight at Jeremy. My name is Andy, he said with a big <laughs> grin. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is Freddy. Freddy's my brother. The boys had passed by and were almost out of sight when she heard Jeremy call to them. Andy, I wonder if you could help me find my ball. I lost it somewhere near that tree. I'll help. <laughs> I'm picturing like a Opie and the Beave. <laughs> I'll help, Andy said as he ran right past the rock toward the tree without seeing Allison. Freddy came back and stood next to Jeremy. I didn't like your Freddy voice. It's got to be way more Beave. I can't remember what it was. There was nothing Allison could do to stay hidden, so she just stood up. Andy eventually turned around and saw this naked woman standing there with her large breasts and her fuzzy pussy exposed. He, he walked straight toward her in dazed disbelief. God, so hot. <laughs> fuzzy. <laughs> fuzzy wuzzy was a pussy. You're breaking up. I think it's buffering or something. Anyway. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to buffer the fuzzy pussy. You're all warbly. He walked straight toward her in dazed disbelief. Mm. Freddy, there's a naked woman. Let's put her on the apple cart. <laughs> Freddy, there's a naked woman and I sure like her just fine. <laughs> Freddy blinked a few times but couldn't think of anything to tell his brother. Andy came close enough to touch her but just looked... <laughs> His eyes <laughs> Stupid kid. His eyes glistening with tears of joy. <laughs> Allison looked down at the bulge in his running shorts. <laughs> I that said running shoes. <laughs> like, holy shit, Jeremy is a honk. <laughs> no. My, that bulge in your running shoes. No, it's not Jeremy. It's Andy, the kid. Oh. Allison looked down at the bulge in no, his no. running shorts and felt a surge kids, of excitement. Kids don't get bulges. How, how old are these kids? Obviously old enough. Without a word, she knelt and pulled his shorts down to reveal an eight-inch monument to male fertility that took Allison's <laughs> breath away. <laughs> she took his oh, cock in her on. mouth. No, this, this isn't the kid. It must be. But we can't read that, then. There's Andy. Okay, but uh, did I just make them kids accidentally? Maybe they're not kids. <laughs> Oh, two youngsters. <laughs> two, two young boys, it says, too. Shit. Two, two young boys of, of legal age. Yes, please. For the sake of my... Um, <laughs> Criminal record? No. <laughs> my infallible reputation and credibility. <laughs> she took his cock in her mouth. Blowjob, he said softly. 
Oh, you've got to read the next part. I, I don't know if I can. I'm upset. <laughs> oh, go on. When he came... <laughs> shit. Uh, hold on. When he came, she sucked him dry, pulled his pants up, and looked around to see what Freddie and Jeremy were up to. Freddie, who had ejaculated in his pants, began coaxing Andy down the path. She gave me a blowjob! <laughs> Andy told his brother as they passed out of earshot. <laughs> well, golly! <laughs> My clothes, please, Allison said. Ah, but you haven't paid your penalty, Jeremy said. <laughs> you have to lie down on the rock and do as I say. She complied, and in a matter of seconds, Jeremy had stripped and was kneeling at her feet with a rock-hard prick wavering accusingly in her direction. <laughs> Spread them, he said, and lay down on her. Hey, Allison said to herself, I'm actually going to have a real passionate intimate <laughs> I'm, I can't do this. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm actually going to have real, passionate, intimate sex. And this is our first date. Go, Jeremy, go. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Was this said in seriously? <laughs> Well, <clears throat> did you did you send this to <laughs> us as a joke? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, it's be, it's it's beyond ridiculous. It is. <laughs> it's hilarious. <sighs> I'm a little terrified to listen to the um, Shades of Democracy <laughs> podcast <laughs> for the sake of. Um, my sanity and, again, my, my infallible reputation. I'm going to s decide these people are just mentally challenged. <laughs> that's that's a like, great solution. Yeah, they're just middle-aged and mentally challenged. Is that worse? This is Jim Rockford at the tone. Leave your name and message. I'll get back to you. Hello, you two. This is Steve Ely from Escape Pop. I uh, heard you all talking about me this past time, and I just wanted to clarify. I was not complaining that the word whore was too sober to do her reading for us. I was just concerned for her health and welfare. True sobriety for half an hour, I know it can be a very traumatic thing. You start getting high concentrations of blood in your alcohol stream. I wouldn't want to be, feel responsible for any permanent damage for that. Uh, besides, what you all failed to mention was the title for the story she read for us was My Friend is a Lesbian Zombie. If you think that that is a title that calls out for zero inebriation, then I think I've seriously misjudged your moral values. Anyway, it was a fantastic reading. Thanks very much. And we'll be going out at escapepod.org really soon now. I love listening to you guys. Keep up the great work. And I look forward to sharing the word whore's many talents with our audience. Or at least the oral one. I mean reading. Shit, you know what I mean. I'd say it's time to uh, wrap this motherfucker up. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And you know how you do that? It's really easy. You go to iTunes and you search for Air Out My Shorts. 
And if you're feeling generous, please buy the, the word horse something frilly. And uh, that's it. I'm giving a little shout out to uh, our new listener, Reggie, in Philadelphia. Welcome aboard, Reggie. Hoping one day he'll send me a nice picture of his cheesesteak. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com.